Pharmacare negotiations between the Liberals and New Democrats are on a knife's edge right now. The main point of contention these days is the number of drugs they plan to start with. Two sources with knowledge of the talks say if the parties reach a deal, they plan to begin by launching with a select few drug company or categories while they continue to formulate a more robust national drug plan. Liberals must table legislation by March the 1st if they hope to keep their political pact with the NDP and secure the uh, opposition party support on some key votes leading into the next federal election. I, I mention this because pharmacare is an important topic right now, and here's another reason why those two sides will want to reach a deal. New poll by Leger done on behalf of Heart and Stroke and the Canadian Cancer Society has found nearly one quarter of Canadians have reported splitting pills, uh, skipping doses, deciding not to fill or renew a prescription due to the cost. Canadians are also increasingly going to the ER with worsening health because they cannot afford prescription medications. Horan Patel is a policy analyst for Heart and Stroke and joins us now to talk about this. Uh, appreciate the time today having me so nearly a quarter of people are uh, splitting pills skipping doses that's quite a lot did that number surprise you at all this was uh, very surprising and disappointing for us to find and it's concerning when people skip or split life-saving drugs that can help them manage a condition at home does this underscore really the need for a farmer care plan it absolutely does. And we're seeing from the results of the poll itself the implications uh, that we will see by not implementing pharmacare. Uh, one of the other concerning stats that we also found was that 1 in 10 Canadians who have been diagnosed with a chronic condition have ended up in the emergency room because of a worsening health condition uh, that resulted from being unable to afford prescription medication. So not only are people resorting to making hard choices, but they're also seeing the consequences of these hard choices and its ripple effect on our healthcare system. I saw this poll. I was quite surprised by a lot of it. I think a lot of people would be surprised by it. We don't tend to talk about a lot of this sort of thing when it comes to prescriptions. I think we have a different perception as to how some of these drugs cost compared to maybe our friends down in the United States. So, People don't talk about this, and I think as a result, that just this result might surprise a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I would also like to add that you know, a lot of times our discussions of pharmacare are limited to whether or not people have coverage. But a nuance that is also missed within this conversation is not realizing that a lot of Canadians who have insurance, the coverage is not sufficient uh, such that their out-of-pocket costs are contained. Um, so a lot of people, despite having insurance, still end up spending hundreds of dollars in out-of-pocket spending throughout the year if you add all the expenses up. So what are some of the implications? You mentioned the, the one in 10. What are the, some, of the, some of the implications of this uh, growing problem here? Yeah, uh, we are also seeing, um, and this is also coupled with the cost of living crisis that we're currently seeing, that um, in addition to skipping doses and uh, not renewing prescriptions, uh, more than one in four Canadians are also making difficult choices to afford prescription drugs. And some of the measures include cutting back on groceries, delaying rent, delaying mortgage, utility bills, or even taking on loans. 
so that they can afford prescription drug coverage. Um, so this is all very concerning. We're seeing the fiscal implications on the households as well as the health implications in terms of ER visits on the healthcare system. So pharmacare is a very important topic, and we really hope that our poll uh, sheds some light on data that uh, many Canadians might not be aware of. What would you like to see from a pharmacare deal? Uh, so both the Heart and Stroke Foundation and Canadian Cancer Society are asking government to develop an equitable, universal, publicly funded and cost-effective program. And what we mean by cost-effective is that, for starters, we would like to see a phased-in approach where government covers essential medicines. So by essential medicines, we mean the most often prescribed, clinically important, clinically relevant and cost-effective medicines. These would mostly be the ones that family physicians often prescribe to help people manage their chronic conditions. Um, Some of the examples include cholesterol-lowering medications, hypertensives, in case of cardiovascular diseases, statins, and ACE inhibitors. Uh, So we would like to see essential medicines covered first. And uh, we are okay with the specialized medicines being covered by people's existing workplace coverage. Uh, But essentials first is an important step towards achieving a national universal pharmacare. A national plan uh, takes time, obviously, but as you say, you, you need to start somewhere and you really need to kind of drill into what is what is the most critical, the most crucial. Exactly. So what it, would it cost to not have a pharmacare uh, deal? I mean, we've kind of been touching upon it with some of the results that you guys found mm-hmm. in this poll. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Uh, so there was this uh, trial run at St. Michael's Hospital in Toronto by physicians looking at seeing what implications can providing essential drugs can have on healthcare systems. And they found that on average, when they covered the cost, uh, the out-of-pocket cost of prescription medications for patients with these conditions, the average savings was about 1488 per patient per year. And this prevented this saving resulted from preventing unexpected trips to the emergency room. So if we don't have pharmacare, um, then we can expect about fifteen hundred in additional costs per patient per year. And and this is just a single person's cost if you add it all up. When we already have a strained healthcare system, this can really lead to an escalation of the crisis. Just finally, what has been the, the response since this poll come out? What have you heard from people? Uh, a lot of people have also reached out to radio stations sharing their own story of how much they have to pay out of pocket. Um, so uh, we're really seeing human stories come out um, because when we present the polls, it's numbers, but it's also very important to understand the human experience and the people's stories behind it. Um, so we are also encouraging people to share their stories um, and uh, building on that support so that we can put pressure on the government to implement uh, pharmacare and implement it now. Time is uh, ticking. We will uh, certainly follow closely. I certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. That's uh, Forum Patel, policy analyst for Heart and Stroke. Yeah, the, the poll was done by Leger on behalf of Heart and Stroke and the Canadian Cancer Society found nearly one quarter of Canadians have reported splitting pills, skipping doses, or deciding not to fill or renew a prescription due to cost. It is believed universal coverage of essential drugs would save the healthcare system an average of 
uh, nearly $1,500 per patient. So $1,488 per patient per year by preventing unexpected trips to the hospital. Anything we can do to keep people out of emergency rooms, out of hospitals, A, helps uh, the, the individual person, but B, assists our hospitals, which are already under increased uh, pressure. We'll take a break. When we return, more of The Morning Show with Devin Peacock on 980 CFPL.